Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 Anajar and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Chats with Brent Martineau. Well, 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 good to see you back, Casey Kurtz. Are you talking today? Are you in talk mode? Yeah, I'm good. Oh, you're good. Are you going to do Action Sports Shacks OT tonight? That's the plan. Wow, Jumbo Shrimp back in action tonight. 650. They're back home. We got a full lineup today on ESPN 690. Well, bet. Kind of like back. Feels like we're back together. Man, you went on a cruise, come back for a few days under the weather. Doing it all. You know, you might have missed your golden opportunity last week, Thursday, Friday, due to three to six show. Yeah. I mean, that might have been your ticket to the big time. You think? I might have been. I mean, life's about opportunities now. You don't know when they present themselves sometimes. Can't win them all, Brent. I mean, who knows? You, I mean, ESPN National. Like the, I mean, like the talent guys might have been listening that day. Like Chris Canty? <laughs> Chris Canty, they might have. They might have. I was just trying to stay alive, through Jacksonville, like playing TPC Sawgrass or on the way to South Florida on a family vacation. Tune in to ESPN 690, which, by the way, if they were, they could have picked it up in Savannah, Georgia, listened all the way down through Jacksonville and even into Melbourne if they wanted to, because that's how big the ESPN 690 signal is. Not just this little dinky thing around Duval County. Dinky. Yep. Nice. (laughs) Good word. Good word. (laughs) So, anyway, my point being is... You, well, I mean, you might have missed. Just trying to survive, Brent. Just trying <laughs> to physically stay with the rest of us on the planet. Well, survival is more important than yep. opportunity sometimes. Just trying to just trying to be with the rest of us. Did That's you all. really maybe just, sometimes you need a vacation over uh, after a vacation. Uh, no, that wasn't it at all. I wish it was, but that was not, that was not it. Had a couple of days of just laying there for a while. Um, but now we're back, back on the feet. Sawyer says, life is about opportunity, and I tried to call and get those tickets, and I didn't receive any info. We gave away the info yesterday a couple of times on the shrimp tickets. That wasn't here. Sawyer. Don't blame me. Sawyer's, by the way, you know what I like about Sawyer? And I can't see the whole thing. Like, what does it say? Sawyer K, it gets cut We're off. We're looking on. at the same thing. Oh, you're looking at the same one, so you can't see his whole name on there? No, I can go to the actual Twitch, like, website. Okay, well, th- now you just hit on something. He's on Twitch. Yeah. Because he are like only guy yes, on Switch. Yes, like, correct. I should send Sawyer a shirt. You should. Maybe like a shockier mock shirt that I have left over. <laughs> you could. He, I mean, he's been listening the whole time, so he's not going to be like, hey, who's this guy on the shirt? You I know? appreciate him. And we might have more people on Twitch, but he's at least responds on Twitch. That's true. And so I appreciate Sawyer, um, even if we didn't get the tickets to the shrimp game. Sorry. People called in instead. Gave away 10 tickets yesterday on the show. You guys gave away 10 tickets? Well, yeah, I was helping out uh, my man Noah. Ah, raise a yes, little, yes, Raise yes. some money for uh, Tourette syndrome. And uh, and so we gave away 10 tickets. Well, three different ways. Four-pack, four-pack, two-pack. And uh, they'll be at the game tonight for the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. And Noah will be there as well. 
Uh, so check out where your teal to the game tonight. Not, you know, you could, uh, you should have plenty of teal in Jacksonville. So wear teal, and that's uh, Tourette's color. So that will show awareness and support. So there you go, at the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp today. Uh, Brent Martin, Casey Kurtz. Uh, big day over at UNF Arena. Uh, it's not like um, probably a huge radio conversation piece uh, until we get Nick Morrow on. But I do think it's kind of cool, especially you're a former Osprey. I am. That they are upgraded and uh, they're putting a new floor in. I did not realize, and I knew this was happening for a long time, and, and we've had Nick on, and he's told us it was happening. Remember, last year on the show, I think we tried to get the court named after us. Yeah, your faces as in, well. And our logo mm-hmm. put on there, which is a good thing we didn't good, put good. Austin's face on the logo. I was going to say, logo. good thing. You know? I mean, that's a really good... I, that's why that didn't work out, probably. It's literally already out of date. We would have to, <laughs> we'd have to find new funding again. <laughs> it would have been a last-minute change. Like, but scratch hey, that. Just put two of me on there. Or now you and Brian have caricatures. We do, yeah. So, uh, anyway, so we've known it's coming, but I think it's a cool thing for UNF to have a new floor. Their updates, they're going $3.4 million to the UNF Arena. It's a lot. In terms of the sound system, the lighting, uh, they're, they're building um, uh, what, what is it, like a balcony area, suite area uh, is probably the, the way I'm describing it. Maybe not the best way to say it. It's not exactly it, but they're, they're really enhancing. And then the floor, too. And so I you know, so this is a day and age, and they have weight room, and they're going to be going to locker rooms after that. We live in a day and age where facilities matter. It's an arms race. And I've uh, got a good local company and CSI companies to, uh, to help. Uh, there's a lot of UNF ties to CSI companies who, who themselves are a good story. You're welcome for the free advertising CSI companies. But that's like what you it. do when you put a name on the floor and spend $2 million over seven years. It's a lot of parking tickets, UNF. <laughs> UNF must have been collecting. All right? Uh, that's um, I know all about that. Yeah, you probably do. You think well, you couldn't have graduated, right? But if you hadn't paid your parking, correct? Tickets. Yeah, I paid. I paid the ones I had. You know, I, I have parking tickets at other schools that I did not attend that I've never paid, and I never will. I, well, and that's the thing, right? Like, I think that happens with parking tickets yeah. sometimes. So I, I actually never shared this story. We'll talk some sports in a moment, but I got a story that you just triggered me on, and when we're in Tampa. Okay. So, you know, what's the name of the place again? Uh, the, the outside of the bar and the restaurant? Ferg's? Ferg's, right? Yeah. Yeah, so Ferg's. So we're looking to park, and we're meeting people there that they were also, and they were had parked near Ferg's. Okay. And they had paid $30 to park. Yikes. Uh, it was like the going rate. They're doing that now? Oh, Yankees, Yankees, Yankees. Stuff. Yankees gotcha. So, um, previously when we had gone there, we stayed in like one of the main lots. I don't remember. Maybe it was 10 bucks or something right there, the right. overpass. And I remember throwing the football around and oh, stuff yeah. like that. But so anyway, we're meeting these folks and we had been stuck in traffic uh, coming over from Jacksonville. So we we're kind of going to go and, and walk right into the game. Uh, we're right around first pitch time. Mm-hmm. So we're going to, over this area where we're going to have to pay 30 bucks near Ferg's across the street. Sure. Well, there's, there's some of that sidewalk parking. Yep. You know, because there's a few other establishments there, and there's some residential places there. There are. And, well, like about the fourth spot in, boom, it's like open. I was like, okay, I'm pulling into that. And mm-hmm. I didn't really know, like, what it what it could be, but it says two-hour parking, and I thought it said, like, 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. As we're getting out and walking towards Steph, was like, no, it said 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. So what I'm – no, actually, it said 8 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. 
but I thought it said 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. for some reason. Like, I don't know why. I thought maybe there were just restaurants there, and so people, you can only park for two hours and you got to get out mm-hmm. in that time. I have no, it doesn't even make sense why I think it would be 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Yeah. But anyway, I parked there thinking, hey, wait a minute now, I'm getting an hour free. We might make it out. Right in my mind, it's like, well, it's seven. So as long as we get out of here by 10, I'm cool. Yeah. Then I was walking to the place, and Steph's like, no. She's looking at me. She's already kind of mad. She's like, you're going to get a ticket. Like, yeah. Why are you here? Yeah. And I was like, no, Steph. The, the, again, in my mind, this makes sense. Sure. And then as she's, I was like, Steph, why are you so mad about this? Like, we're not going to get a ticket. Like, the game, as long as the game's around three hours, we're probably going to be cool here. Uh-huh. She's like, no, it's, it's 8 a.m., not mm. 8 p.m., you dummy. And I was like, ah, well, maybe we will get a ticket. But then I was thinking, who cares if we get a ticket in Tampa? Like, when is the next? I've, I'm, true. I've never parked here in my life. Very true. So when's the next time I'm coming? They get you for a ticket, by the way? So I don't get a ticket. Beautiful. Save 30 bucks. Nice. Okay, so we don't plan on going the next day to the game. Oh, you doubled down. So we go the next day to the game. We get tickets. It, that was a sold-out game. Um, and I, now this time we're not meeting anybody, but we now know what area we're in. So we're like, okay, we'll go park for 30 bucks right across the street, walk right over. It's easy. Yep. You're not going to believe this. I pull into the same exact spot. It was the same spot. Yeah. I mean, what are the chances Low, in Tampa, sure. back-to-back days, right next to, was it in Ferg's? Ferg's. That I get the same spot. It's, it's weird, for sure. And now I'm like, well, I'm rolling the dice again, baby. You got to. You just got to. Guess what? No, no ticket. ticket. Oh, my man. Like, I actually wondered, like, if you don't see somebody walking up and down the street, then how the hell did they know you were there for two hours? Yeah, that's always been my wonder as well. Like, I understand now there are some places like the where you have a parking attendant, yeah, right? And they'll be up and they might jot it down or however they do it. I don't even know the mechanism of what they do, but they can keep track. And I'm sure they give you a little leniency here or there, or maybe just parking people are like HOA people and they don't want to give you leniency. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I didn't see any of those people. So how are they going to know that I got, I've only been here two hours or an hour and 45 or 215. And so I was willing to roll the dice. Sounds and, like it. And really to, again, I just wanted to, can I say this? Like if I, like, is it bad if I say like, I just wouldn't have paid the ticket? Oh no, you're fine. Because like, when am I going back to Tampa? Yeah. Good call. I've had a lot of parking tickets in Tampa, St. Pete, but I've had to go back. So I've had to pay. <laughs> yeah, well, them. you're from the area, so it's a little different. Yeah, I, like I had to pay. I will tell you, I should have told you this. There used to be a street um, not super far from the stadium we all used to park on for free. Um, I don't know if it's still there or not, but there's like one singular street that's not super far away that the right side of the street park on for free. Left side, they'll pop you. It's pretty crazy. Really? Yeah. They just walked the one side. Yeah. Yeah. The other side was like. Uh, just like free part, there was like a time thing on there, but no, you never got popped on that side. But if you're on the the left side, if you're standing in the street, oh, oh, I've gotten a ticket ticket or two on that side for sure. But seriously, what is the likelihood that I find the same exact spot? Low, low, because I mean, all the people that were there, especially with the Yankees part of it, yeah, it's low. But I guess nobody else wanted to risk parking there. <laughs> but they were not like there were like four other spots. Like there was this one was only open. It's it was so crazy. Weird. So we don't know, like, if I never paid a parking ticket, even though I didn't get one, but in Tampa, like, what would happen? Like, 
I don't know. What's my repercussion? I, I've gotten a, like I've gotten more parking tickets than I think most people ever will, and the only ones I've never paid are the ones that are at like schools. Like I have three at UF currently. I have one at USF, and I have one somewhere else. I just forget where. I don't pay the school parking tickets because what are they going to do? Take away what? I'm not a student there. Yeah. So I wonder if like if we try to credential you for a Gator game, you can't get it because you haven't paid a parking. Ticket. That could be possible. I'm not gonna lie, but. Do they know it's me? No, nah, they wouldn't. I'm kidding. Oh. Like, there's no way they would know that. If yeah. they're spending time looking that up... Yeah, that's true. ...as they're credentialing people... That's true. Well, I bet there's like a... F- a Florida can be a pain in the butt, all if, right? If you're a student, but I, I don't bet know there's if they're a doing flag. that. I bet there's like a little red light that goes off if you're a student. Well, yeah, the student stuff is easier to track. Not this guy. But not you. So, I wondered that. I wondered, like... So, I put it out there on social media. Maybe you'll know. Like, if I don't... If you don't pay a ticket, parking ticket... Like, where does that catch up with you? Like, I, I just yeah, curious. And, and I again, know. I'm mostly thinking, like, again, if you do it in Jacksonville, well, there might be, you're probably more apt to k- catch up with you. Like, they'll find you or. I've gotten parking tickets in Jacksonville. Or whatever. Like, when you get pulled over, let's say, in Jacksonville, they'll also notice that you have a parking ticket that hasn't been paid. True. And does the parking, I, I would think, and does the parking ticket accumulate? Like, does it grow interest? That's an interesting like if, question. If you don't pay a, Oh, yeah, 100%, 100%. How much is a parking ticket? Uh, it depends on where. But, like, the ones I've paid have been anywhere from 20 to 35 Yeah, see, that's the other thing Steph tried to t- tell me. She's like, it's going to be like a 200 I was like, that's it's a parking ticket. It's not going to be $200. And that's the thing. It if, might be cheaper than the garage. If parking, exactly. If parking's $30 and your ticket's only 20 you're winning. Absolutely. So you take the chance. It's not like you get points for a parking ticket. Because they're also not telling you. And my insurance is not changing. No. I said insurance I, kind of in a funny way there. I was worried about that, by the way. The first parking ticket I ever got, I called my mom. I was like, hey, uh, do they raise the insurance? Because that's what like, my mom threatened me with my whole life. She's like, if the insurance goes up, you're done driving. I was like, okay. And then the first parking ticket I got, I was like, hey, how, do, how does this work? And she tried to scare me. She was like, oh, I think it might go up. Like, you might be in trouble. So I was worried the whole day. But turns out it was fun. Well, that's good. Uh Sliver somebody on uh, YouTube says you got to get a lot of parking tickets before they do something. Amen. Yeah, I would think so. And by, I bet there are people that probably spent nights in jail because of parking tickets, though. Really? Oh, I bet. I bet they've had enough of I, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know, maybe I'll have to call like John Phillips or something. True. But I'll have to check it out. Um, I'm just curious now, like, where does that catch up with you if you haven't paid a parking ticket? And my other question is, does it accumulate? I'm gonna try to get those answers before. Uh, um, when I say accumulate, does it like um, if it's forty-five? It's fifty bucks when you got it. It definitely goes. If you up. don't pay it for three years, is it now one hundred and fifty bucks? It definitely goes up because it's on the thing. Like I, if I wish I had my other car or my old car because I had them all in my glove compartment. I had like eighteen of them and I could read them. But I'm telling you, they go up because you have to pay them by a certain time or else like they go up. Yeah, yeah. I clearly remember that being a thing. Like your taxes. Yeah. It, it's like the now M Masters here says maybe you get a boot. And I've been, I was concerned about that a little bit. And not the oh, boot. Oh, they could boot you, yeah. Well, I'm not concerned about the boot so much as the toe. You don't want to get the toe situation. Like, that was They're my only fear. You. Like, Steph's already, like, curious about the whole situation. She's like, ah, oh, great. You know, blah, 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 all this stuff. I'm like, now the only way I really lose here, like, really, really lose, is if I come back out and that car is towed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> then, You're in trouble. Then I'm like, this is going to be a miserable weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a bad start for yeah. sure. It's going to be a bad weekend. Uh, but I didn't see, like, I mean, don't you, won't usually they have, like, tow-away zone signs. 
Yeah, because you have to know who to call to get your car back. Yeah, true. So I got in to see that. Yeah. So you just got to be a little careful of that, I would say. Glenn says former FSU quarterback Chris Ricks was suspended for parking tickets. I kind of remember that. Again, I think the college campus thing is different. Like, I, so I don't much. think it's real life on college campuses. Like, that dude that's walking around college campus, that's all that guy's got to do or gal has to do. And, and they want to get you. Like, they want you. Oh, yeah. They want you There's to not get your There's a whole parking division. Yeah, they, don't, yeah. They, want you to get, they don't want you to get your diploma. They really don't. They don't. Like, you 4.2 GPA, uh, yeah, couldn't graduate, had seven parking tickets. Like, that's been the case since I went to school, and that was some 20-something years ago. Yeah. And, and those people are like, those, those guys, those folks are the HOA. They're the worst. We, this is real life. Outside uh, my freshman dorm, right over here, we, they're always, there's like a 15-minute spot. It's still there. And there would be literally a parking person that would sit there if there was a car there and wait the 15 minutes and come around like eight to 10 times a day. And they would ticket that spot consistently. It was wild. I could see it out my window. All right. Considering this is a sports show and someday we'll talk sports, I've got one more since I mentioned the HOA. we got plenty of time to talk sports, all right? We do. Yeah. And I know you folks hate the HOA just like me. I mean, just bad people. Yeah, they are. Right? Like, I probably some of my closest friends are probably like HOA member, whatever they are. I beat the HOA. What do you even call? What do you call the HOA? Yeah, you guys got the HOA with your tree, right? Yeah, the tree's gone. So we got a new HOA problem. Oh, what do you got? Not specifically to us, but eventually we'll run into this problem too in a couple years, I think. The HOA has a problem out in our neighborhood with the graduation signs. Why? So, you know, I, I don't know if this is a common thing. I'm assuming it is, or maybe it's just down where we live. But, like, they put, you know, congratulations, graduate. It's not even a big sign. Yeah. You know, or graduated from Creekside or Bartram. Or, just like a little or, yard sign. Yeah, well, a yard, exactly. Uh, you said it better. It's a yard sign. It's not like, you know how they have the birthday stuff now where they line it up like happy 40th birthday? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. We, we've done that, too, for the kids. Those are kind of fun. But those come down in, like, a day. You're right. Only one birthday. But the yard sign, it, I got, I got stuff in my yard that I haven't taken down in 13 years. Well, that's you. Um, so, like, if I do put a yard sign up for the graduation, like, there's a chance it might not come down until, like, my kids' kids graduate. Well, shit. You got to keep it up there. But who the hell cares? Like, why is that a violation of the HOA? And why should they be able to control that? Yeah, it's Like, stupid. I'm paying taxes on that property. Yeah. And the other thing is, like, I don't know how this falls into your HOA, but, like, people have, like, political signs in their yard. Like, that's got to be more of a violation than my kid graduated. Like, I'd rather see, hey, so-and-so graduated than, like, who you voted for. You know what I mean? Well, I, exactly. Well, and I do think sooner or later, if you get complaints about the political signs, like, they probably can stay up for the political season, but I don't think they can stay up for the long term. Right. So then I should get a... A graduation season for my graduation. Yeah, time. like not a week. Not yeah. three days. No. I was in school for 12 years for this. All I get is three days? <laughs> no. I mean, it, like this is an issue down where we live. And and so Steph's going to do Like we have somebody across the street. They have one. And I don't have an issue with it at all. Like I actually think the HOA, if I, if I was on the HOA for a day, I'd come up with some kind of jurisdiction in, like, the in, – in these – there's so many neighborhoods now, right, northeast Florida, like, mm -hmm. the community neighborhoods. Where – and now, like, we've reached a point in our neighborhood where all the kids who grow up – well, not all, but a lot of the kids that grow up are driving. Sure. You know what that means? More, More cars. cars. Yeah. Nobody puts their cars in the garage to begin with. 
So now you put them on the street. Yeah. Well, you can't get by. Yeah. Like, you cannot get by. Like, there's traffic jams in our, what used to be little neighborhood that used to look like I could see Kansas when I looked out my front window. Yeah. To now we can't even get, we can't go by. It's funny you say that because before I went on the cruise, I had a picture to show you. I live in the neighborhood with the smallest roads of all time. Like, even if there's no cars parked in the street, like, you can barely go two cars at the same time, like, going opposite directions. And my road, specifically my neighbors across and to the left, have, like, 86 cars. And they line up to the point where they get behind my driveway, and I can't back out of the driveway without, like, cutting part of my yard, which is fine. I do it, but it's annoying. That's not really fine, by the way. No, it's not. But I took a... I'll tell you some things off the air about these people, but I don't want to get, I don't want that smoke on the air. I promise you. Um, but so I took a picture and I, my parents were there cause they were going to watch blue when we went on the cruise. So I had three cars in my driveway. I'm trying to back out with two cars in my driveway. Plus their cars backed up. It took me like 40 minutes. It was like a 16 point turn just to get out of the driveway. <laughs> well, actually I don't run into this all the time, but sometimes like they'll have like a lawn service right behind when we're getting out on our driveway yeah. and it's really hard, uh, yeah. you know, but then there is like our neighbors across the way. I, I think they have added a car yeah. and sometimes the kid parks like right behind, like, I don't think he realizes he's yeah. doing it and they're very nice people. And I just haven't like, I'm not going to complain to him, yeah. but it is kind of like in the moment you're like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, why are you parked there? Like, first of all, I better be paying attention so I don't jam into it. I mean, oh, yeah. let's be honest. Like coming where we look like, there's not a lot of traffic on the street that I come out of. So it's pretty easy sometimes to not just back out. Holy, yeah. holy, holy look. But uh, the other thing is, like, I have to do the same thing. I have to, like, go over the corner of my lawn yeah. to get out. It's so annoying. <laughs> it's, but but the bigger one, like, that one's fine. The bigger one is if all the HOA is going to complain about everything else. Like, at least say you can only park on one side of the road. Sure. Like, the people that park on both sides of the road, like, in a neighborhood, yeah. are out of their mind. <laughs> Stupid, yeah, and 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 it and it creates traffic jams, like in neighborhoods, in every every neighborhood. It's the dumbest thing. Um, but that's anyway. a good one, by the way. HOA, like, and so well, the other part is so now there's there's like in our uh, what would you call like a uh, the big rig for the tractor trailer, like the the cabin, like the the engine, the uh, the truck, like the truck part, a cab, like the truck okay. with the cab, you yeah. know, but without the eighteen wheeler on the back. Yes. Well, there's one of those, like, parked across the way in our neighborhood, which okay. is the first time I've ever seen that. That's weird. And, like, it's actually, like, wait, the HOA is not complaining about that, but they're complaining about yard size, which, by the way, I don't have any problem with the big cab, big truck. It's in their driveway, so it's fine. I don't know why Steph has an issue with it, but. True. But seriously, like, if, you, if you're going to complain about yard size, that could say congratulations to my kid for graduating. Yeah. Which actually, doesn't that make it feel like more of a community? Yeah, if anything, feels like I know you. <laughs> yeah, that's brutal. Oh, uh, man, HOA. Why don't we just do this? Are there podcasts on HOAs? There's got to be. I would think. I if mean, you pay a lot of money to your HOA, I feel bad for you. At least, like, for us, we don't pay, like, we don't have those crazy HOA fees. Right. Yeah, it's like, I think it's like 75 bucks a year or something. Yeah, or maybe. something like that. So it's like, but I know there are some, right, where you, yeah. you, uh, you pay a lot. Yeah. I mean, I already don't like you. Now I got to give you more money? Exactly. And what do you do? Nothing. Like, what's the positive out of an HOA? 
I don't know. Like, never, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. Like, I know my old neighborhood, they built some benches one time. I assume that was the HOA. So we didn't have to stay. Listen to this. They built these benches in my when I was in school in my neighborhood because they didn't want us to, like, stand in the road while the bus was coming. But the bench was so uncomfortable, we just stood in the road and put our backpacks <laughs> on the bench. Like, the bench was so bad. <laughs> Thanks, HOA. Uh, well, let's talk some sports when we come back. Probably a little football, uh, the golf world. How about Tiger Woods? Not going to play in the U.S. Open. A billion dollars he turned down, apparently, or Crazy. close to it. Wow, imagine turning down a billion dollars. If there's one guy that can do it, Tiger Woods probably the guy. True. Uh, why would he have done it? We'll talk a little bit about that later on. Plus, uh, some more on UNF as Nick Morrow will join us in the 4 o'clock hour to celebrate what they did today in Osprey Land. Uh, yeah, hey, Delphonic says hey, more HOA talk. Maybe I should tease that too, Delphonic. Make me something good on on the on the Twitter, and uh, maybe we'll get more HOA talk. Uh, we've got some football as well on the way out of ESPN six ninety. No, he will not be in a locker room as a Cleveland Brown because he will not be accepted in a locker room by his former teammates. They've moved on from Baker Mayfield. The coaching staff is still holding on to it because they have to do that to monetize the value that whatever little value it is. If it's a seventh round pick in 2099, that's just holding on to it. Keyshawn Johnson, listen to him in the mornings. Along with Max Kellerman and Jay Williams on ESPN 696 AM until 10 AM. Listen to us, Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690 with a subtitle of HOA Critics. We should really do a second. Glenn Apple's kind of funny here. NCAA greater than or better than HOA. (laughs) Uh, Station call letters WHOA. It's a good one. (laughs) That's good. Glenn, I like what you're doing here. You and Delphonic might have a future. Uh, Delphonic right now, he's gone from the feed, which means he's probably he's working, working on, on some something. meme. Yeah. <laughs> uh, someday, Delphonic, I'm going to make enough money for you to do one of those, like, daily for us. Someday. Someday. We're not there yet. <laughs> just trying to uh, survive. Just trying to make ESPN it. 690, just trying to make it. I'm telling you, we could do an HOA segment every day on the show. Uh, that would be kind of fun. We should. Who would sponsor it? <laughs> probably we could probably get uh a um neighborhood oh, collection that's true <laughs> you know? angry homeowners inc <laughs> yes. we just come up with one we have a little um a little like past the hat in the neighborhood that'd be good this is not segment. we just put a little thing like this is not for the hoa they'll be like oh sure i'll give five bucks <laughs> That'd be good. Uh, Brent Martin, Casey Kurtz here on a Tuesday Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Hey, how do you feel about Andre Sisco for the Jacksonville Jaguars? Um, fine. Okay. Yeah, I want I, him to play? Yeah, I want him to play. It's an interesting thing, right? I kind of said that to him yesterday. We, so I had, uh, did a one-on-one with uh, um, Andre Sisco. And uh, we'll have it on TV this weekend, probably share it on the radio side. Uh, we've already heard a couple of sound bites, I think, yesterday's show. Uh, but it was a really fun conversation. He's a good dude. And, and I kind of said this to him. I was like, I don't really know who you are, <laughs> you know, <laughs> as a player. Like, well, I sure. think we have an idea. 
And, and But I asked him, like, in the respect of, well, is that fair, basically, to say? Like, do we know? Do fans know? Do do mm. teammates know? Do Does this organization know? And, and I think he answered it in some way, shape, or form. Like, yeah, he knows that is true. Like, they don't know who he is. Yeah. They, like, people don't know. They haven't seen him. And we haven't seen him. And uh, he does not back away and shy away from that ball hawk, like, narrative. Because that's who he is. Sure. And I think that's who he's going to try to be. And part of our conversation was like, hey, you have to be a little careful of that, though, because people hate big plays on defense. Defensive coordinators hate big plays. Like, the view I had last year on Andre Sisco was that they weren't playing him because they were afraid of communication breakdown that would lead to back-breaking plays. Mm-hmm. And I really think they were not playing him out of fear of that. And maybe because of the weakness of everybody else. Not everybody, but the defense in its entirety. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, I don't know if that seems weird, right? Well, there were a lot of strange things that happened mm-hmm. with this football team last year. And Joe Cullen, by the way, was one of the best things that happened, I think, for this football team last year in a lot of respects. And we like Joe and, and have a lot of respect for Joe. But I also think Joe, even from a, is smart enough as a, as a football guy and a principled old school, if you will, football guy, that like they live and die by the, the credo of, hey, we don't want to give up big plays. Like you're the last line of defense. And so if you have this fear that somebody is going to be in the wrong spot, you know, try to make a play when they shouldn't, and your defense already has cracks and weaknesses, well, that could lead to just embarrassment which we kind of did see at times last year. Yeah. But not like we saw the year prior when five teams rushed for 200-plus yards against the Jags. That was bad. I forgot about that. So I think Andre Sisco is a huge factor for this football team in 2022. Like, I think he's a sleeping giant on this team. We're talking about Josh Allen. We're talking about the remake of the linebacker room. We're talking about the defense coordinator, Mike Caldwell. We're talking about the number one overall pick, Trayvon Walker. We talk about a guy like Shaq Griffin in the secondary with Darius Williams and uh, the, the development, if you will, and maybe future really good player in Tyson Campbell. Yet we look at that safety spot, we're like, okay, Rayshon Jenkins, they paid a lot of money, and, well, we don't talk about Andre Sisco much because we really don't know what to expect from the young man. Fair. But I actually think he's like... He has a chance to be one of the most pivotal players on that side of the football because he does have the M.O. of getting the football. And the big problem with this defense the last couple of years was taking away the football from the other team. And that's across the board. When teams are good, when defense are good, they go get the football. And so I'm really, you know, I've been, I've been, if you label, like, what the Jags are to me in the fall, I think there's a lot to be the, the famous word of intrigued about, right? Um, excited about even to some degree. We talked about the offense yesterday, and I, I might have got you excited. Like, I might have got you excited about it because we talked about guys who could be versatile on the Jags. And while I don't think this is the Kansas City Chiefs offense or the Buffalo Bills offense, as I mentioned, I do think the Jags on offense have like four or five players that they can move around as chess pieces to have the or gain the advantage on the defense. Just hasn't been a thing around here. And by the way, one of those people are the quarterback. And they can't move him around. 
<laughs> necessarily with it before the snap, but they can once he gets the football in his hands. And so I think he fits on that. Well, okay, so the offense is always fascinating. Like, we can't wait. Doug Peterson, tight ends, Trevor Year 2, ETN, Kirk. Like, there's a lot to get excited for, obviously. Mm-hmm. The defense, I'm fascinated with because I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know what Mike Caldwell exactly is doing. And then you add in Trayvon Walker, Devin Lloyd, Chad Muma, guys like that, along with what we already know in Josh Allen. Oh, by the way, Aluakin. Like, how big of a factor is he going to be? There's so many players to point out that I think we sleep on maybe a guy that might be the most important, the last line of defense guy. I shouldn't say the most important. That's overdramatic, but very important. Mm-hmm. Andre Cisco could be a major factor for the Jacks. If you go back to 17, Tayshawn Gibson was not, uh, I think, a play. There were so many good players on that defense in 17, from Calais to Jan to Josh. Uh, was that Josh Allen? 18, yeah. Yeah. Uh, was that 17? Josh Allen? Oh, no, was that no, no, 18? no, no, no. No, that 18, was 18. 18. Yeah, so, you know, uh, Miles and Telvin and, and Jalen. and I mean, it's just so many guys, right, that were making plays. Well, Tayshawn Gibson got a pretty good contract. And I just don't know if people ever thought he was dynamic because of the nature of the position he played and what they asked him to do. So much to the point where at times Tayshawn Gibson would get frustrated with his role because he wasn't allowed to go get the football more in that defense. Mm. And But Gibson was very good. And I think it was after 17, but it might have been 18, but I think it was 17, where it was Doug Marone who, who said, hey, this guy's a pro bowler. Like, Tayshaun Gibson is playing at a pro bowl level. Yeah. And yet, if you ask fans, and if you ask even us in the media, and I'm not even sure if you ask teammates, they would bring up six players before they brought up Tayshaun Gibson, which is probably the reason why he didn't make the Pro Bowl. True. But from a coach's standpoint, Gibson was the guy that really held a lot of it together and in the last line of defense did his job very well so everybody in front of him could do their job well. And so I think it's an overlooked position at times. And, you know, that free safety in Gus Bradley's system and then that turned into Todd Wash's system, the old, the old uh, uh, Seattle system, was a big player because Earl Thomas made it that way. Like, when we looked at Gus's defense coming over from Seattle, we're like, oh, Earl Thomas. How do you get Earl Thomas? How do you get that guy? Who's going to be that guy? Like, it was a piece. I think in most defenses, the free safety, people look at, okay, there's that guy playing free safety. Earl Thomas made it kind of a special position. Well, I'm kind of wondering if Andre Sisco could make it a special position. And I'm not saying that he's going to be Earl Thomas. But if you look at the efficiencies of the Jacksonville Jaguars and going to get the football, creating havoc, creating turnovers, making things chaotic for an offense, the Jags have some good players now on that side of the ball. They have some really good athletes. And Cisco is a guy that knows how to get the ball. That's his M.O. Guys that do that, listen, when you do something that... You do it all the time. Like, that's just in nature. He will get the football. I think he forced two fumbles last year in the limited time he was with the Jacks playing. Correct. Like, he knows how to get the ball. 
or poke it loose. And the Jags were missing that more than anything in the last two years of anything else. I mean, the number one reason the Jaguars stunk the last couple of years, it might have been coaching, it might have been this, it might have been that. It might The bottom line in this game is they didn't get turnovers. If you don't get turnovers, you can't win. I mean, they went like seven weeks one time and got one turnover. The glory days. And yet we all sat there and were like, why isn't Andre Siskel play? Like, at least try that if you're not getting a turnover. By the way, did you – I? Maybe I knew this, maybe we knew this, but maybe I forgot because he didn't play for so long. He played 30% of the defensive snaps in that first game and then went to zero. I did not realize that, and and maybe that was part. Yeah, so I wonder, like, if we go back, because I don't remember it, obviously, but if we go back and watch that film, I wonder if, like, the reason dudes are running wild down the field for Houston was because he wasn't there. It might have been, and that scared the heck out of him probably, right? Yeah. Scared the heck out of the Jags. And, again, I can see why, but that's a – there came a time last year during the season when the Jags, you knew they weren't going to be very good. And you were like, all right, well, let the guy play. Yeah. Let him play through some of that. Well, he eventually did get on the field, I think, in the last few games. And so maybe that will help him another year. Coming off, obviously, he had the knee injury, too. He was coming off. but uh, And this defense will be better. Players are better because the rest of the defense is better. That will take place this year, too, hopefully, for Andre Sisko. I think he's a fascinating piece of all this, and someone I've really got my eyes on will hear more about and from Andre Sisko as the week goes along. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. We'll be right back. We know the job's not finished, but I think our group showed some, you know, some real good resiliency in that third period, and you know, we talked about after the second, we still hadn't played our best and uh, felt like we wanted to give it a, a real shot and start stringing some good shifts together and, and uh, got some big goals and uh, got, a, got the job done, which was obviously a good feeling. Oh, the Tampa Bay Lightning are back in. It Was that John Cooper, the coach, or was that Stamkos? Or? That's not even a dude on that team. Get out of here. Who was it? What was it? He was, was a person, Gabriel Landeskog from the Avalanche. Oh, that was the Avs. After they... Who cares about them? Uh, I thought I should give them some love for sweeping the team, but okay. I thought the I thought they were talking about third period in the Lightning the other night. Nah. Uh, by the way, happy you, right? Uh, sort Lightning of. have a chance, yeah. Yeah, I mean... They didn't have a chance. They lost that, so... Yeah. Well, yeah, you know. Yeah, we'll see know. what happens tonight. Um, I'm not worried about it. How tempted are you to go? Try to get a ticket to the Lightning. Uh, in my current state, zero. Well, then don't. But, like, what if it goes to, what would be the next one, game six here? Uh, yeah. Is that how they do it in mm-hmm. hockey? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Tempted a little bit. I was tempted for, like, Sunday before I got sick. Yeah. So, like, I, the the interest was there. So. It's really too bad they're playing the Rangers in this sense that, like, the tick, that boosted yeah. the ticket price way up. Yeah, because like if, they were, if they were to somehow figure out how to play the Panthers in this series, you could probably just walk in. Well, well to be honest, I don't know about that, but maybe in flat down South Florida. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not in, not in Tampa, but yeah, you know yeah. Miami. I'm telling you, they give you a jersey, a hot dog, and a ticket for free just to go. <laughs> I told you the story, right? Like I, I think I said I know somebody that went to a lot of Florida Panthers games. Yeah, um, over the last couple of years, said it was more expensive to go to an Iceman game. Yeah, I believe that. They got no wild. fans. Nobody cares. I saw another one. Uh, who was it? There was a there was a high school baseball game. Do you see this on Twitter? No. High school baseball game. I think it was out in California. Interesting. That 
drew like 7,500 fans more than the Oakland A's did that night. That's appropriate. That's a, I mean, that's an amazing crowd for a high school baseball game. That's cool. Like, I don't even, and it didn't, I didn't even, I don't even know where it was, I guess, because I didn't I recognize the schools. Yeah. Like, there are some big schools out in California that you kind of know the name of their high schools, mm-hmm. mostly because of football or other sports, but, um, and I didn't, I don't think I recognize the names of them uh, now that I think back to the tweet. So, but that's pretty wild. And of course, we know the shrimp have outdrawn the Marlins at times, like multiple times. Yeah. Last year, I think. And here's and, a, Here's the thing with that, by the way. So the shrimp, right, it's like $5 to go. It's like the cheapest ticket. And people get mad at, like, the Marlins and the Rays that people don't come. It's because if you walk up to the Trop on – this is the biggest problem with the Rays, in my opinion. Last time I walked up to the Trop without a ticket and just walked up to the window, cheapest ticket was $27. Really? Who's paying that? It's the Trop. It's the Rays. Like, they're good. I get it. It's like 20 minutes where the game starts and you're charging $27. Yeah, but like, this goes back to my – actually, we just had this conversation. I said yesterday my pet peeve about golf courses is that and, – and this doesn't fit the same mold, but I'll, I'll get to it in a minute. I started the conversation with my pet peeve about golf courses, so I love all the golf courses around town and, and I love the relationships I have with, with a lot of the people here. But like, if you charge the same price when you just aerated the greens, especially like – the first week after, like, I just don't think you should be. Like, I understand supply and demand, and maybe you can, but, like, like I think you should charge a discount. Now, some of them probably do. I don't know all the rates. I, I just know some don't. Sure. And, or haven't over the years. And uh, so I just think you should. So we got on that conversation, and it's like, I always, when I, I used to go to Dunkin' Donuts, like, late at night, and it'll be all these donuts sitting there. And it'd be like 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. Like, who the hell's buying donuts at 11 o'clock at night? By the way, they've been sitting there for like 10 hours. True. Like, why wouldn't they just give you donuts with your coffee? And be like, hey, here, take a couple donuts, too. See, that makes sense. Right? Yeah. Well, but I think the principal nature of that conversation, I kind of said this yesterday, is then everybody would show up at 11 for coffee and free donuts. Well, to the to your point, if they gave tickets away, or not gave them away, but they re, they reduced them twenty minutes before game time, sooner or later people would figure that out, yeah. and they would just be all up at the window with fifteen minutes to go before the game. Sure, but if those people weren't going to come anyway, you're making fifteen dollars you weren't going to make. I know, I, but I'm just saying I think there's some mechanism no, I'm, I'm in their business model that sh- that it's like better not to sell the ticket than to create that. In yeah. a weird way. That does, again, it kind of defies logic, like on a one-time basis especially. Yeah. But I just don't know if they look at it that way. You're, you're probably right, but it's just like it shouldn't be a Wednesday night and it's $27 to see the Rays and the Orioles. Like, I would leave too. Like, I would turn around and walk away. If I don't care that much, like as a random person just trying to do something, I'm not paying over, what is that, 50-something dollars for two tickets? Like, I'm not... That's ridiculous. For the well, raise by the, the way, by the way, that's what that's where the secondary market has thrived, because they'll do that, right? Yeah. Like you, you can get that same ticket on the secondary market at that time for twelve bucks, which is how it should be. Yeah. But you also get charged a six dollars service fee, and so it's really eighteen. Yeah. But but it's still cheaper than twenty seven. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, but that's probably why that market has thrived, uh, in that standpoint. Uh, Matt Jones, by the way, who I think facetiously sends us messages sometimes. Back to the Tayshawn Gibson says, didn't do a good job preventing Amendola from getting that touchdown pass. We'd be in the Super Bowl. By the way, that was an unbelievable throw by Brady. 
the one you should bring up, Matt Jones, more so is probably third and 17. Because I still believe that was Gibson's fault. And when we do the 2035 30 for 30 on Saxonville, we're going to get into whose fault that was. But as of now, I've had about five different people to blame. And nobody will just say it's all one person's fault there. But I think it was Tayshaun Gibson's fault because you had to find the down marker and make sure nobody got by that. It's true. That, in my opinion, would have been his job. And I think he took a false step on that play if you go back and look at it. Last line of defense. There you go. We revisit 2017 and get set for the 2035 unveiling of Saxonville, the 30 for 30. We're almost there. in Jackson. <laughs> if, we're, if we're still here, 2035. That'd be something. Just trying to make it. <laughs> I mean, here being like right here. Uh, hopefully I'm here, here. Uh, we'll be back on Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690.